0: Hey, welcome to another walk with Stefan. I might have to rename this mailcast from stop selling since I don't seem to be just sharing tactics and strategies about how you can stop selling and instead help more people buy, but that is still my North Star philosophy. In fact, it's evolved into what I'm building now, which is called audience builders live, which is a live stream dedicated to all things building an audience of your ideal customer profile and getting them to know, like, trust, and most importantly, do business with you. That's really the ultimate evolution of the stop selling principle, right? How can you help more people buy? By providing a tremendous amount of value and thought leadership in interviewing the other thought leaders and luminaries in your industry, market, or niche, being consistent, Showing up, actually giving a shit about your audience, and that pays off. I will tell you that it pays off in the long tail. That is to say that content marketing is not like, you know, direct advertising. So it's not I put out a piece of content or I do a single interview and uh, I should have a deal next week. But as you grow your audience and it becomes larger and larger, I promise that you will find people raising their hand and asking how they can work with you and other magical uh, things like referrals to people that you didn't even know. So, speaking of audience builders, um, it has been an interesting week. Uh, over the last few months, a partner and I have been working uh, pretty diligently to craft what audience builders live is, what's the brand promise, who is our ideal Customer or ideal audience profile, maybe I need to coin that, the ideal audience profile, which is really the same as your ideal customer profile, right? Of who your prospect is, who is your audience and why, how ultimately are you going to serve them, and how ultimately will you convert them. So we did that, and then of course you have to think about the branding, and then there's all of the foundational assets that you have to put in place, a website and a Facebook page and a Facebook group and a YouTube channel. And there's really a number of assets that you ultimately should have in place before you start your first live stream. And of course, if you are not a celebrity, and I most certainly am not, and if you are not somebody with a very large or just large engaged social footprint, which I'm not, then simply turning on the go live button is not going to grow you an audience. In fact, it would be the digital version of a tree falling in a forest with nobody around to hear it. Did it make a sound? Nobody's really going to know that you went live. Uh, Maybe a few of your friends on Facebook, not really sure that your friends on Facebook are your ideal audience profile. Not to say that you wouldn't enjoy their support, but it just isn't the way to grow an audience. It certainly is a way to nurture an audience. And so what do you have to do? Well, you have to promote and you have to advertise. Those are two separate things, right? So promoting, as far as I'm concerned, is, um, reaching out to influencers, reaching out to, uh, influencers in your own sphere, reaching out to people that know other people, like literally just your, your organic outreach through LinkedIn, through email, through phone calls, you know, all things to just get the word out. And then there's advertising and that's where you're going to put budget. Behind Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or YouTube ads, and I think we were uh, going down the path of, of all three, starting specifically uh, with Facebook. So um, we were about uh, 10 days away from the launch with lots of other things to lock down, the run sheet of all the segments for the show, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I got a call Monday morning on the day that we were actually supposed to do um, a little bit of recording and pre-show promo, and found out that my partner had decided not to move forward. And oof, I can tell you that on that Zoom call, uh, I really had to try to keep it together. And I don't mean from losing my shit, getting angry. I mean from like breaking down. Um, I was really sad. And it did feel like being broken up with. So um, that was hard. Um but listen, uh, you know, things change for people. We uh, certainly didn't have a contract. Uh, we don't think that there would have been any kind of money exchanging hands for quite some time. We weren't looking at bringing in paying sponsors right away, et cetera, et cetera, of course. So these things happen. Uh, was it a real disappointment? Absolutely. But for whatever reasons, my partner just decided that this was going to take up more time than they had anticipated. They had other new opportunities in their life that they needed to focus on that did pay the bills, so I can appreciate that. Um, it wasn't good timing for me, but I will tell you that it was good timing that it was before we actually launched. And luckily for me, I had a book sitting on a nightstand that I had yet to read. I am more of a book buyer than book reader. Uh, and this book was uh sitting on my uh, nightstand or or actually on my, whatever, on a table next to me right at this moment, right in this moment where I was defeated and sad and angry and confused and hurt and all of these emotions. And um, I opened it up. The book, of course, uh, sorry, it was called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Thank you, Mark, for not really introducing me to Ryan Holiday, but introducing me to this concept of stoicism and, and taking a look at Ryan's work in that area. And so I opened the book, and in the very first paragraph, of the introduction. It actually described the very moment I was experiencing. The frustration, the fear, the anger, uh, the, the disappointment, all of the emotions that were swirling around were described in this first paragraph. And although I've not finished the book, and truth be told, I may never finish the book because I'm notorious for telling myself I've got the book figured out, so no need to finish it. Um, but this one, I really do think I will. Um, is that to navigate through life, you must, it's not even a choice, you must take obstacles and turn them into opportunities. And it is a active thing you must do. That is to say the silver lining doesn't appear. You have to create it, or at the very least you have to go find it. And so The Obstacle is the Way is a book entirely about that process of facing an obstacle um, certainly not uh, minimizing its impact or its severity, but addressing it head on, and then determining what the process was gonna to be to not just mitigate, to not just deal with, to not just push through, but to turn it into an opportunity. That is to make it better than it would have been had the obstacle not appeared. And that is what I was challenged with doing. Now I would not have a producer, This is a professional producer, so my show was not going to be as polished as I'd hoped, really, to come off looking like a slick television program. He was also going to be a co-host, so I'm losing somebody with whom to have banter. Um, I'm losing some on-screen visual interest by having two people instead of one. So there was a lot of impact to the show, and of course, all the segments were, were written for this format of having two people. So I've got to reformat the show resegment the show recreate the show and in fact the following morning i woke up and still committed to doing the project despite uh feeling defeated and i had this pang of absolute panic that the name audience builders with an s number one was problematic because there was only uh you know one host now but really the issue that i found was here I am promoting myself as an audience builder, and what if this initial show only has 12 people show up? What kind of audience builder am I? And I'm very thankful to my friends, uh, Mark Serkin, Chris Kraft, the people that I trust uh, and call when I question myself and my thoughts. And I was committed to renaming the show, be the same concept that I'm talking about, right? Stop selling, help more people buy, build an audience of people that want to do work with you. Um, But I was going to come up with a different name. And maybe it would be more about, you know, coaching live with Stefan, whatever. And uh, I got some great advice. And I don't need to go into all of it, but I will tell you that at the end of the day, it was always my concept to be as transparent as possible with the show. And what I mean by that is we would talk about the behind the scenes, we would talk about all the steps that we were taking to build the show and grow the show. So that it was like a ride along for the audience so that they as prospective or want to be audience builders could share in the experience of building from the ground up and hear what's working and hear what's not working and know everything that we were doing. So it was really kind of this unique aspect of both the program or the show, if you will, but also Lifting the kimono and showing everything that's happening behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, on the side of the scenes, what's going well and what's not going well. So that it really is instructional, so that they can learn from the mistakes and learn from the wins and implement them themselves. And uh, I was reminded that audience builders has an inclusive name to it. And that is that the audience themselves are members, that it is a tribe. They're audience builders. I'm an audience builder and the tweak that i needed mentally was just to acknowledge in the opening shows or in all of the shows that i am not purporting myself to be the audience builder elite but that this is a philosophy that i desperately believe in no differently than if i had discovered buddhism and now i'm going to interview the different monks and thought leaders Not han and well okay he's passed so that'll be hard uh, Pema children and, you know, so on and so forth, meaning I am the student who is on a journey and I am inviting other students to come on the journey with me as I build an audience from the ground up and as I interview those who help others build audiences, whether those are strategists and experts or whether they are founders of technology companies that provide services and features for people looking to build and nurture an audience. And that was a big, big, wasn't a pivot, it was just shifting in my mind the perception and that if I can frame myself appropriately and frame myself not so much as the teacher, but as the student who is seeking out the teachers and who is sharing the lessons that I am applying in real time, sorry, a little bit of window. Uh, that this would be the um, experience that I was looking to provide. God, I hope this win is not too bad because I feel like this content is pretty good. So that's it. Uh, I don't know how long I've blabbered on here, but that is uh, my mail cast for today. Maybe there's something that you can take away. Um, I guess the, the takeaway from this one is really about the obstacle being the way. And I am confident that I will build this show. Of course, I've delayed it by about a month. It will launch on May 4th. Um, but I'm confident that this is going to be an even better version of the show than it would have been, and not because I'm missing my co-host and now it's going to be better, but just because I'm applying that energy and attention to make it even better, to lean into this idea of the ride along of the student leading other students, um, and that I will interview experts in order of what I'm trying to accomplish as I build the audience. So I feel really good. I feel better about what this what this project Audience Builders Live is and will be. And with that, I'm pretty proud and give myself a pat on the back that I turned an obstacle into an opportunity. And I've gone way over how long these are supposed to go, but hopefully this was a message that resonates with you. If nothing else, maybe you'll just pick up the book, The Obstacle Is The Way. I hope you'll join me on May 4th at 6 p.m. Central for the launch of Audience Builders Live. And uh, yeah. Stop selling. Stop chasing strangers. Build an audience of people that want to work with you. I hope you'll join me as I help others do it. Thanks for listening. This is your friend, Stefan. Stop selling.